0: What's up, you guys? It's your boy Squints here with another episode of A Man and His Podcast. I have a very special guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: I am the root of all evil, Charles Mason. And I will say, the only reason I'm doing this podcast is because I've overheard Everett Connors and Charlie Evans say some bad things about you. And, you know, they don't like you very much. And an enemy of my enemy is my friend. So you're welcome.
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. How you been?
1: I've been all right. I've been okay. I've uh, I just finished uh, manhandling Charlie Evans this weekend.
0: Uh, I seen that. I seen that.
1: Yeah, and my weekend would have ended on a good note if it wasn't for Effie and Alley Catch sticking their nose in my business.
0: I uh, I appreciate you for doing the damage you do to Charlie and uh, Everett because, like you said. They don't like me for some undisclosed reason. I'm not sure why. And I'm just glad somebody has my back. Rather, that's not the reason you go after them. But in my eyes, I take it as that.
1: Yeah, if you can live through me, then uh, that's, that's good for you. But I don't do it for you. I do it for me. I do it for the pleasure that I feel every time I wrap my hands around their throats and inflict pain on each of them.
0: So what is the... Uh initial reason that you went after Charlie and Connors
1: well I initially was after Billy this all started with Billy Starks this young prodigy this rising star who I knew rose from the slums rose from poverty and I I had a match with her and I, I was destroying her and I was and she lucked out and was able to pin me. But I don't care about victories. I don't care about wins and losses. I care about hurting people, specifically the poor. And after the match, I choke slammed her a couple of times and brought a chair into the ring and I was going to bash her skull in. And who came to make the save? Her, her little buddy, old pal, Everett Connors. And that's where that started. You don't mess with my food when I have a meal in front of me. You don't interfere. And Ever Connors did just that, and he made it personal.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You never, like, mess with anyone's food, and in your eyes, Billy was your meal on the plate. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So you're currently a hog champion at the moment, correct?
1: Yes, I'm the House of Glory crown jewel champion.
0: Because you said you don't care about wins and losses. Uh, how does it feel to be a champion, though, to have a physical championship in your possession?
1: So the championship is all right. I'm used to having gold around me. And my priority is not winning, as you stated. But whenever I have a title, it seems that the poor flock to me. You know, it's exhausting. It, it, it's tiresome to always be on the hunt. And sometimes you want your prey to come to you. And I hold one of the most prestigious titles in wrestling and independent wrestling, and that is the House of Glory Crown Jewel Championship. And I've had the likes of Ken Broadway try and take it because he's a two time Crown Jewel champion. He wants that back. He tried to take it from me and to no avail. I had Homicide, the legendary Homicide come after this title. And he couldn't get the job done either. And I enjoyed every single moment that I inflicted pain on that animal. And next week I have Joey Janella. Joey Janella is coming after the table. You see how it works? You see these, these people flock to me. They come to me. I don't have to hunt as much anymore. And every now and then I like it that way.
0: Okay. If there was one person that were that you would want to come flock to you, who would it be? Who's one person that you want to destroy?
1: You know, physically, I've, I've, I've hurt a lot of people. And this next person that I'm going to mention has been on my mind lately. And we've encountered each other a couple of times in our careers, but never one-on-one. And the mental abuse that I want to inflict on Kevin Blackwood has me salivating. See, Kevin Blackwood is a proud, a proud vegan. And, and then just let me backtrack for a second. The times in which we faced each other, I wrestled with him in a triple threat match at Limitless. Uh, it was me, him, and Ken Broadway. And I had this hatred for Ken Broadway. And I watched Kevin make Kenneth tap out. And I just watched from the side. I gave up that victory because I didn't care about the win, but I was getting off on it. And knowing that Blackwood is a proud vegan and he's making his waves in independent wrestling, I would just I would just love, love to eat a juicy steak right in front of him. I would love to come out in a fur coat and watch that mental anguish right before. I inflict enormous amounts of pain on his body.
0: Okay. So you like to play the mental game. Has there ever been a time where you thought yourself you've gone too far? Like with Big Beef, you brought his, uh, his deceased dog into it. Did you think that was a little too far or no?
1: Not at all. Not at all. Not even close. I, I've, I've never reached the point in which I felt that I crossed the line. You know, Beef to me – just like you and the rest of the poor out there are just animals. We're not equals. We are not the same. You're a different species. His dog was another subspecies that he felt love for an animal that, that left this earth, which I I believe, I firmly believe that the animal let himself die to get away from beef, to get away from that trailer park that it was living in. It was suffering. Um, But there's never been a time where I've taken it too far. I don't think there ever will be unless, of course, I have to face one of my own. And that's not something I ever look forward to doing.
0: Okay. So you have these hatreds for uh, wrestlers and such, but there's a a fan out there that adores you. Some would say, Um, Alex, what are your thoughts on Alex?
1: (laughs) Oh, Alex, you know, there's something about Alex that, uh, that attracts me. That is, uh, I see something in him. I see someone that at the moment is just like all of you but can be more. For him to be such a fan of mine, to enjoy my works of art, it lets me know that he's capable of doing so much more than he is right now. It lets me know that he's capable of hurting others the same way that i do and now i don't usually do this but if that man ever struck some luck and found himself into some fortune and changed his financial status then maybe i would take him under my wing and teach him teach him how to be like me
0: okay is there a, is there anyone else out there that you see that in or is it just at
1: this moment? Right now, it's just Alex. Just now there's other know. people who who are who love me and have this, uh, you know, more of a physical attraction to me, a sexual attraction to me, and that's that's easy. That's easy. That's I I don't care for that. The people who place me on this pedestal and people who who salivate over me and the way I look, I know I'm a work of art. I know I'm beautiful, but with Alex, Alex, there's something more there. There's something more there, and it's it's extremely intriguing.
0: So, when you're not preparing to destroy people in the ring, what does Charles Mason do outside of that? Do you have any uh, shows or movies that you enjoy watching, or video games you enjoy playing?
1: Um, yeah, you know, uh, aside, you know, the things that you that you do, I do on a greater level. You know, I watch TV in my home theater. Um, one of my favorite shows ever is Hannibal. It's a fascinating TV series. Uh, based on uh, Hannibal Lecter, the movies that you may have seen. It's a TV show. I, I really enjoy that one. Um, and then, yeah, let's uh, see. Other TV shows. I like The Office. Um, I don't know why, but I do. It's so funny. Steve Crow's is hilarious. Uh, and I love baseball. I'm a huge Mets fan. Uh, we have the richest owner in baseball, and that might be why I love that team so much. So
0: you mentioned The Office, and that's one of my favorite shows. What is your favorite season of The
1: Office? My favorite season? Uh, <sighs> Probably... You know what? I've binge watched it so many times. I don't even know which season when it starts and where it ends. Everything except for uh, probably the, like the final season. I don't. I don't enjoy the final season at all. But everything leading up to that is great.
0: Uh, since you said it all blends in, what's your favorite episode? I'll put it that way because it's all like because I've watched it a ton, too, and it all kind of blends into one season. What's your favorite episode?
1: Um. Let's see. Uh, I think it's. I think it's the marriage episode. I think it's when when Jim and Pam get married, and I love that episode. I'm a I'm a romantic, and uh, I think there's a good blend of of comedy and romance in that episode. All
0: right, all right. Yeah, no. Once once you mentioned the office, that that struck my attention, and. Because, like I said, that's one of my favorite shows. But you're a baseball fan. Uh, Wait, let's go
1: back to The Office real quick. Who's your favorite character?
0: I'm more of, like, a supporting character guy. I'm not a big, so fan, am mine. Of, not a big fan of like the main cast. Like, I, I love them, but I look at the smaller cast. Um, it either has to be Daryl or it has to be uh, Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration.
1: Mine is a 1,000% Creed.
0: Creed, yeah. Creed's a good one. Creed, he just kind of pops up here and there in episodes and just...
1: Yeah, he's also a little bit inspiring, you know? You know that he's hiding something. We don't really know everything about him. I like that.
0: Uh, who do you think the and Strangler is? Oh,
1: damn. I think it's Creed. It has to be.
0: I think it's almost too obvious. I think it's, I think Creed's part of a plan, but... I don't think it, I think it's too obvious to be Creed.
1: Who do you think it is?
0: Uh I think it's, I'm trying to think, because I, I used to be big into the, like, fan theories of who the Scranton Strangler were. Um, part of me, I forgot his name on the show, but Ed Helms, the one that calls Jim uh, Big Shrimp. Um, I, I know he's
1: on. Well, Andy, him. Andy, right?
0: Andy. I yeah. think he, I think Creed has Andy part of it, or (laughs) I could see Stanley maybe just because he's just very low key and he seems like he keeps to himself and he could hide it.
1: Mm, I think he's too obese, I don't think he can keep up with it.
0: Well, that's why he has, that's why we have Creed and uh, Andy.
1: Oh yeah, you think it's a team effort, I doubt it. I think it's a one man job. I can't believe that I have you talking about the office with me right now. This is the most anyone has ever gotten about my personal interests, aside from my sadism. But continue. That's
0: what I do, that's what I do. Uh, back to baseball, real quick. What are your thoughts on the St. Louis Cardinals? Because I'm a Cardinals fan, and you're a Mets fan, and those fan bases aren't really big fans of each other.
1: So no, I, so I despise the St. Louis Cardinals. I, I I've always had an appreciation for players like Albert Pujols. You know, um, I think he's probably, in my opinion, probably the greatest baseball player of all time to me. He's never been caught up in any type of scandals or anything, any type of steroid theories. He's just a phenomenal player. And uh, I believe we have, like, Keith Hernandez in common. But 06 is a year that I will never forget. And you guys froze Carlos Beltran at the plate with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth and advanced to the World Series. And um, I'll never forget that. So I fucking hate your team, and I hope that they die.
0: I was I was too young for that. I was just young whenever that was happening. But dad's a huge fan, but hearing about it, hearing about it. So, are there any yeah. other sports that you follow?
1: Any other sports? You said.
0: Yeah. Any other sports?
1: Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. And I'm a Knicks fan. Unfortunately.
0: Oh man, me. I, I follow.
1: Dead. I follow the money. And uh, you got Woody Johnson and, and James Dolan who are, are billionaires and owners of these teams, and I have hope and faith in them, but they, uh, they break my heart every year.
0: I'm, I'm a Bills fan, so I, I'm not really – A Buffalo
1: Bills fan? Are you, are, are you a recent Bills fan? Did you just hop on the bandwagon?
0: Uh, yes and no.
1: <laughs> nothing good has ever come out of Buffalo.
0: I uh, I started following them two or three years ago, so right before they started picking up.
1: And Figures.
0: Yeah. No, I'll admit it started off as a bandwagon, yeah.
1: Once you lost – were you a Rams fan previously? You lost your team, so now you look for a new one to latch on to?
0: Yeah, I was a Rams fan, and then, like you said, we lost them. And then I tried sticking with them, but I just couldn't. And then the Chiefs, I just – I felt like that would have been too bandwagony. So then – I kind of try uh, to be discreet about
1: it. Yeah, you have bad taste. That's expected, but uh, it's disgusting.
0: Oh, uh, you didn't answer the question about video games. Do you play video games?
1: Uh, not really. No. Not really. No.
0: Right. Uh, did you play video games when you were younger?
1: I did. I had every console imaginable, every game. Um, uh, you know, my dad would get me everything I wanted. I was a spoiled brat, and um uh, I played a lot of I played a lot of sports games, yeah. Um, that's that's uh, I would play like MOB the show, and NBA, two K, and things like that.
0: What's your favorite sports video game character? If that makes sense, like video favorite- game
1: character, they're based on real people. What does that even mean? How is there a video game character in the sports franchise? How? I, I, I can't make sense of that. You're going to have to ask me better questions, okay? You're going to have to use your brain a little bit. I know there's not much of a brain there because you're poor and you were raised in a failing educational system, but you're going to have to put something together, okay? There are no characters in sports games.
0: Who do you think had the best ratings in a sports video game? Is that better?
1: Uh, I, I guess so. Um, uh, oh, LeBron James is like a 99 most of the time. All right. All I, and that's pretty accurate. I don't know.
0: I was thinking Michael Vick and Matt in Madden 04.
1: Okay. Okay. That's a fun player to play with. Yeah.
0: So that, that's yeah. what I was trying to get down to. So who,
1: who was like one of my favorite athletes to play with? Kind of, right? Yes. Okay. Michael Vick's a good one. Lamar Jackson now is a good one. Um, Any, you know, in any football game, any Madden, any dual-threat quarterback is pretty fun to play with.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Vic for me also. And then lately I've been using Lamar James or Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't know much about football. I'm, like I said, I'm a Van Bills fan, so. And then one thing that I ask all my guests before we wrap this up is, if you had one piece of advice, it doesn't have to be related to wrestling. It doesn't have to be related to wealth or anything, but any piece of advice for anyone listening, what would it be?
1: Um, any piece of advice for anyone listening? It's not necessarily wrestling related, but it, it trickles into it, I guess. Um, if you weren't born in an enormous amount of wealth then you should just give up and probably end your life. Uh, there's no point in you living if you're not going to be wealthy, rich, um, unless you are going to serve us. And if you're not going to serve us, then you have no purpose in this world.
0: And that's solid advice. Yeah. Um, and then where can the audience find you on social media, upcoming shows, merch, all of that.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at, uh, Charles Mason on Instagram at Charles dot Mason upcoming shows. I'm in the vacation land cup for Limitless wrestling this Saturday, August 27th, August 28th. I defend the crown jewel championship at house of glory against the bad boy, Joey Janela at terminal five biggest show in house of glory history. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find me and, and see just how amazing I am.
0: And then I have one last thing. If Charlie or Connors are listening, can you tell them to not be mean to me as much? I don't know. I feel like I you can know. them enough to where they can, that, that might persuade them to stop.
1: I don't think so. And you know what? When we first started this, I got on this because – as I said, they hate you and I hate them. So an enemy of an enemy is my friend. But throughout this conversation, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I understand where that hatred stems from. You are a, a complete idiot. You're a buffoon. And uh, no, no, I won't tell Charlie and Connors to be nicer to you or stop being so mean because you deserve it. You're a piece of shit. Okay.
0: Okay. Anything? Any last words?
1: No. Uh, you know what? Let's see. Uh, Eat the poor, feed the rich. That's it.
0: All right. Thanks for (laughs) listening, everyone. That would do it for this episode. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at your boy Squints. Follow the podcast at a man and his pod. Uh, Leave one star, five stars. It doesn't matter. Uh, Leave a comment, a thumbs up, all of that fun stuff. Uh, That would do it. Yo. No, I space Space Shout out the man in his podcast Shout out Squint. Shout out Cody Beach Squint and Cody uh, Still like' them, like Shaq and Kobe uh, They can't hold me uh, Where did that special Like I feel it like Brody uh, Talk with Lee huh? They can't stop me On my team huh? We all gleam huh? We make it happen They got to the dream huh? Squint and Cody uh, Still like' them, like Shaq and Kobe uh, They can't hold me uh, Where did that special Like I feel it like Brody uh, Talk with Lee huh? They can't stop me On my team huh? We all gleam, huh? we make it happen, yeah. nigga got to the dream need, meanie, need, ma, I catch her daddy he by her toe If she says she don't listen to the podcast, I let her go If she says she do to see a motherfucking kid